Super Cool Radio is making our debut here in Joliet, Illinois. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. And you probably can hear in the background, I'm on historic Route 66 here in Joliet, Illinois. I picked up a killer Boston shake from Rich and Creamy. Oh, that is delicious. They have a huge selection of amazing frozen treats. So if you're in the area, make sure to stop by and check them out. I am here because I'm doing press for a killer show at The Forge. It will be Saliva, Drowning Pool, Adelita's Way, and any given sin, they'll be rocking the stage at The Forge. I can't wait. But before we get to The Forge, I wanted to stop by and take in the sights and attractions here in Joliet, Illinois. As you said, I got some ice cream. I've been checking out this historic city. It's been amazing. And we got two great interviews coming up in this episode. I'll be chatting with Saliva and Drowning Pool, so stay tuned for all of that. And before we dive further in this video, please like this video, hit subscribe, and make sure to turn on that notification bell. That way you don't miss any new videos from Super Cool Radio. So with all that out of the way, let's dive into this video. I have an incredible guest joining me at this time. Currently, Drowning Pool is on a co-headline tour with Saliva. Please welcome the lead vocalist of Drowning Pool, Ryan McCombs. Hello, thank you for having me. It's incredible to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. And you know, my first time seeing Drowning Pool and I'm interviewing you, it's going to be a great day. Cool. I hope so. We don't disappoint. We, this tour has been a fun one, man. It's, it's uh, Every night, the crowds have been awesome. So it's been... Uh, I, I think I, I feel pretty safe you have a good time. I hope you do. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So I'm, I'm curious for you. This is a, the first uh, full-length tour since you rejoined uh, yes. Drowning Pool. So how was it? it was like, did you have to get back into the rhythm, or did you just kind of just jump back into it? We just jumped right back into it. We, we had so little time to, to think, about, think about, it. about it, really. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, when we had the conversation about getting back together, there was shows like, two weeks later already booked um that they had had booked before you know anything and before conversation we took place so it was more like do you want do you want to get back together and if so we need to get together and and, and do this real quick so uh i flew in uh, a few days before the first show and we rehearsed a couple of days and went and knocked it out it's it was kind of weird it was you know it was kind of like wearing a, uh, an old comfy pair of shoes i think we all just we all just slid right back into it. It was good. Well, I'm glad to hear that it was very you know, uh, easy just to jump right back into it. And uh, so, like for you, um, what have been like some of the highlights from the store? I think it's it's nice that you just don't. It, it's been such a great turnout that in touring, especially in this day and age, and at at this level, um, it's kind of like Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays are your prime days. And Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays can sometimes be thin. Um, and it, there's just not thin shows on this tour. And that's cool to see. Um, I mean, we had this past Sunday in Fort Wayne was off the hook. 
And then the following day, Monday, the district in uh, Detroit. Thank you. Thank you for saving my rear there. In Detroit, again, this a Sunday and a Monday night, it, it was like, it was great. You, there was, it felt like Friday, Saturday night shows, and it was, it was a friggin' Sunday from Monday. This tour has been full of that, though. It's been awesome. Well, it's great that you guys get like the, the turnout and the response, and like having a killer show on a Monday, I mean, that's almost unheard of sometimes. You know? it, it is. And uh, I think it's just it's due to this package. You look at, uh, there isn't a weak point. You know, the band has a history of, we've done, the band Riding Pool has done numerous shows with Adelita's is Way, and they're a great band. And Saliva, you know, I mean, it's Saliva, you know. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, and then, really no explanation needed right. for Saliva. And, and then uh, this is my first time sharing the road with Any Given Sin, and I'm blown away by those guys. And, I mean, they've got a, they've got a hell of a buzz going for them. Right? I, I say buzz, that seems like too little of a word. they got a hell of a thing going for them right now. And there's a reason why is because they're damn good. And so it's it, there's not a there's not a lull in the show. It's just a good night of of, of music. All four bands, you know, I've I've seen Adelita's way before. Uh, you know, I have not seen Slive yet, but again, I've heard a lot of people you know who've interviewed who I've talked to say they always bring a killer show. I've heard a lot of great things about you guys and Any Given Sin. I'm excited for tonight because again, yeah. it's a killer package of just nonstop. Just all all four bands are bangers. It's going to be a good show. It has been. It's been cool. It's been, I think, from the, the moment the music starts to the, to the last, you know, us and Saliva have been interchanging. We, we flip-flop nights of, of who, who closes each night. And it's funny because nobody wants to go on after the other one. Like, nobody. You got to top <laughs> like, them, yeah. Like, Saliva and us are both, like, our favorite slots are the direct support slot, the slot right, <laughs> right before the, the last band. Um, so it's like... It, that's kind of the coveted spot. So you look at it and be like, "Oh, we got close tonight." Wait, and it's funny because you know when you're when you're a young band coming up through the ranks, you dream about being the headliner. And all of a sudden, you know, we, Drowning Pool's been a headliner for a couple of decades now. But you're in a situation like this where you're with a band that brings it every night, like Saliva. You don't want to go on after that. <laughs> and they're, they're the same way. They don't want to go on after. It. So it's funny. We we laugh about it and have a good time. But it, it is the truth at the same time. So, uh, do you know who's headlining tonight at the Forge? We are. Oh, okay, so yeah, you got to follow yeah. Saliva. Yeah, yeah. We're with, we are we're doing this one out of the grace of our heart because they were supposed to headline tonight, but uh, they have a bunch of business people in town here that that have to have to bug out at a certain time. So, okay, they, it wasn't going to work for them to headline. So we we told them we made a deal though. We we cause what's like the deal? I said the 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 head the the direct support slot right. You know, there is no direct support because it's a co-headline tour. But the, the, the first of the, of the co-headline slot is kind of like that preferred one. So we told him, you know, we'll, we'll do this. We'll, we'll, but we want that like that WWE money in the bank thing. We want, we want to be able to. Oh, cash it in. We said, we said it's gonna, we're going to cash it in eventually, and we're going to get the same favor. But the key is, is that we get to have that and play that card at any point that we want, at any point in the day, too. So, like, even. If you're just getting ready to step on stage, boom, nope, we're on. So, yeah. So, who, who's carrying the briefcase for uh, <laughs> right, right. you guys? We're just messing with it. But, it, yeah, it's a uh, boat band's just, yeah, it's, we're just having fun. There's a lot of fun out here. Fine. Oh, you know, it definitely sounds like, and I know and when I talked to CJ for my interview, he was super excited uh, for this tour. But, so I'm curious for like you. I know I asked CJ what his favorite song is to perform live. So, I'm curious for you. Do you have a favorite Drowning Pool song to perform live? Right now, I think it's mute. 
Oh, nice, nice. Um, it's a song I think people just don't expect to hear. The band hasn't played it uh, since Dave was in, you know, Dave was still with us. So it was when I brought it up. Because when, when we came back in, like I said, we only had a couple of weeks before the first show. So we, we went to, we didn't have any choice really, but to rely as much, kind of fall back on muscle memory as much as possible. Meaning that we kind of went back to the, the songs that I sang with the band, meaning my era, as well as the songs that we sang of Dave's era that I sang with the band. Um, and then hopefully here, as time progresses, we'll start adding in some of Jason's era and stuff like that. But, um, so the set was, uh, the set is predominantly the stuff that I did in the past, but we never did mute. But so when we we started jamming again, I lost myself there for a second. I apologize. But when we started jamming again, when when we decided to to do this, I was like, why don't we add mute to it? Because I don't know why, but when I was listening to some of the other songs, just kind of reminding myself of the lyrics and stuff, I was listening to mute, and I was like, man, that'd be a fun song to play. I love the groove of it and just that. So I'm digging mute and tear away is really cool. But it's it's really cool for me for a different, you know, I know what Dave had in mind. I've heard, you know, the guys have told me kind of Dave's perspective of that song and where it came from. And it, but I have a completely different one. Dave being such a friend, such a good friend. Um, for me being up there singing his song, you know, be, being the singer of a band that he, that he helped birth with the other three guys. Um, the lyrics mean so much different. It means so, so much. It means a lot, lot. It's very different for me, but very powerful at the same time. You know, do I really want this? Sometimes I scare myself. I just can't let it go. Um, there's there's so many. Yeah. So tear away and mute. I think are probably the songs I'm I'm digging doing the most right now. That's right. I, that was a very wordy answer. No, but it, it was good that you got you know your perspective on it, and you know two killer songs, but also getting your perspective on singing those songs. It was unexpected for me. I wasn't sure what you were going to say, so that was good. But uh, so I'm curious. So you guys have been obviously uh, touring with Saliva. Do you have a favorite Saliva song? I've I've always liked I, and there's a reason behind it. I always like Welcome to the Show. And I'm not sure that I'm not positive that's the name of the song. Good, great song. I mean, it's a good song. It's a it, it absolute. It, it's a hit because it's a good friggin' song. Um, but for me, it's a memory thing because um, when I was a kid back home in Indiana, um, where I was born and raised, my dad used to watch like a sprint racing and midget racing and stuff. Not the little people. Um, and the, I feel it was like Thursday night radio. It was some off the well, Tuesday, Friday. I don't know what it was, but the 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 song, the intro, whatever that was, was that was that song by Saliva. So I've got that in my head. Ten whatever, ten fifteen years ago, when the song came out. Yeah. Um, I still watched it. I'd catch it every once in a while if I had a second to sit still, and uh, and that was the theme of it at that point in time. So gotcha. it's kind of that reminiscence of it being a subject matter that. I shared with my dad and then their song being involved with it years later. No, that's really cool. Like the sentimental side of it, you know, the connection you have to your own life. That, that was cool. That was cool. So I do just got a few more things and we wrap the wrapping this up. Cause I know you have to get ready uh, tonight. I'm looking forward to tonight. So I'm curious. So you're also uh, the lead vocalist for soil. Yes. Uh, will we ever see like a tour with drowning pool and soil? No, no, we've toyed with ideas of how you could make it work. 
But the fact of the matter is, is my singing style is a lot of push, a lot of uh, basically yelling in key. Uh, there's a, um, so it's just being honest. Um, I, there's no way, there's no way I could give a night in and night out performance that would do both bands justice. And because I love the idea when we first started thinking about it, I was like, hell yeah, that'd be cool. But then it was like, you, you, there's no way with the singing style that I have, I'm a very limited, <laughs> I'm very limited in what I do. And it's, it's a lot of just power driven. There's no way I could do an hour something of, of soil and then do an hour something of drowning pool without the drowning pool set suffering because of it or vice versa. Whatever band played second in that situation, um, it would, th their set would suffer because of just the taxing that my voice would take to get to that point. So it wouldn't do the fan base justice because we wouldn't be able to deliver the songs the way that we would want to. No, I, I, uh, you know, I, no, I definitely understand with like the, the mechanics and logistics of all that, and you know, obviously the you know for your voice that you want to obviously make both fan bases. Uh, you know, uh, leave us satisfied. So I, I completely understand that. I was just curious. Uh, that's why I asked. No, oh, no, it's something that we, it's a good question because it, it's something that comes up a lot on social media. Fans ask it a lot. And, um, and it's something that we've talked about quite a bit. Uh, and, uh, but we just haven't came up with a solution that, that would work. No, no, I got you. I know I saw that a lot when they announced that, uh, when you rejoined Drowning Pool, people were like, oh, you guys are going to tour together. So I was just curious. Yeah, regretfully, regretfully, there's no strings or drum heads or anything like that that change when it comes to the throat. When when the throat gets starts getting tired, there's no uh, there's no quick fix. <laughs> yeah, you can't quick change anything in your no, vocal cords. No, no. <laughs> that would it'd be something, but yeah. not possible. <laughs> All right. So uh, last thing, and then we'll talk about the future plans for Drowning Pool. So I, I'm curious for you, since obviously you have a very extensive uh, music career, obviously with Drowning Pool and uh, sol uh, and Soil. Uh, what have been like some of your favorite moments from your music career so far? Somebody, and, and I apologize to jump into this, but I, I was thinking about this the other day. Thinking about it, and there are two, because there's way too many at the end of the day, because I've been blessed to have the length of career that I've had because people have taken the time out of their lives and given me the time of day to allow me to do it. Um, so I've... I've you think about the years and the amount of shows um there's been so many amazing moments uh funny uh, wow moments um but i think if i had to if i had to pick two um it would be one would be having the opportunity to do like the the uso and mwr um there's so many i don't want to leave anybody out so i'm gonna stop right there there's so many different uh, military associated uh, entertainment uh, based companies out there that bring entertainment to the troops around the world and being involved with them, um, being able to do shows like in Iraq a couple times, um, Germany, so many different places around the world playing at military bases for these things, taking a piece of home to, to the troops that are overseas, as well as playing the, not, you know, I also enjoyed the military bases that we've done here stateside, but. But those moments where you get to take the music, take a little piece of home to the troops that are overseas, um, those are unforgettable moments, especially when you're talking about being in like a war zone and those men and women may not be into metal, 
They may be in the country, they may be in the folk, they may be in the rap, you know, who knows. But at that moment, they're all really into whatever it is that they're watching because they're just not having to worry about being shot at or being shooting at somebody else. They're just, they're, they're in, their, in, in their head, they're just at home at a rock show and you see it in their eyes. That's an amazing thing to be a part of. Um, the, the other thing would be, and those things, those shows were all so far, all the military stuff I've done has been through with Drowning Pool and everything. But uh, another moment would be a, a solo-related moment, and it was the first time that I did a show in England. And my dad, who was such a big force in my life, he raised me on the, the British invasion music, you know, I, The Who and, and Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones and, and just on and on and on and on. But... Uh, so I, I've always been very aware of just the history of music with with uh, England and, and Britain in general, the UK in general. Uh, so for me, it wasn't so much the show, which was awesome, but it was landing. It was flying into England that very first time and looking out the air, airplane window and seeing the lights of London. It was nighttime and seeing the lights of London below. It, I got like emotional because it was just like it was that moment of just how did this this flat billy because there's no hills in indiana as you know how this flat billy from indiana from a town of three thousand people how did i get here you know how did this happen and just that surreal moment of just how lucky and wow it's such such, such a wow moment for me in my career those are two like definitely incredible moments uh, I appreciate you sharing. Uh, I've heard uh, CJ said you guys are going to go back uh, overseas, I believe, uh, with Drowning Pool, or did you, did you already do that? Or is that coming up? Yeah, we got. I'm just not sure he's allowed to talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay. He said that in the last that's, interview. That's, <laughs> well, all right. I will stop there right, with right. that. Yeah, yeah. If it's someone I'm thinking that you're talking about, yeah, I don't think we're allowed to talk about that. <laughs> okay, well, hey, we're going to stop right there with that stuff. Right. But uh, last thing, and then obviously I know you have to get ready, and I have uh, my things I have to take care of today. So uh, last thing, what is like early 2024 looking like uh, for Drowning Pool? Will we hear some new music from you guys? Definitely. Definitely hear some new music, if not before 2024, then definitely early 2024. We have some really killer stuff lined up. Us getting back together caused kind of a stir, and definitely some offers have come about that haven't, we haven't seen the likes of in a while. So... Um, there's there's going to be a lot of really cool announcements coming up in the in the next few months as we are allowed to announce them, and um, it's going to be a very cool 2024, and definitely new music. As soon as I got back with the guys, it just CJ and Stevie just seemed all of a sudden get reinvigorated, and the, the new music started flying. And I've been wanting to write for years. I've been missing writing. So, so we're just we're just going a thousand miles an hour on it right now, having fun. Well, I'm really happy for you guys. I look forward to uh, you know, obviously the more announcements and the more new music. So, everyone, just keep an eye on Drowning Pool. They got some killer stuff coming up. Thank you. I I, I appreciate. it. I had a great time chatting with you. I look forward to watching you rock out it, tonight. It was super cool, man. It hey, was super cool. Hey, that's what we go for here on Super Cool Radio. <laughs> I got an incredible guest joining me at this time. Saliva recently released a brand new album entitled Revelation on September 8th, and currently they're on a co-headline tour with Drowning Pool. Please welcome the lead vocalist of Saliva, 
Bobby Emeru. Hello, everybody watching. Well, it's very nice to have you on the show. Uh, it's actually my first time uh, seeing Saliva Live, and I get to interview you. So it's going to be a great night. Awesome. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm stoked to be here. Uh, we've played this room before. It's a great, great room. A lot of, a lot of history here. So it's oh, yeah. stoked to be here again. No, definitely. And just Joliet in general. Uh, I got to before the show. I was on uh, Route 66. Got some great ice cream. Uh, oh, at the Rich and Creamy, which is like a you know a historic place. Or yeah, 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 historic stop on Route 66. I was going to go to the Illinois Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, that's still under construction. So that's across the street. But maybe next time. Yeah, hopefully next time. Uh, but before we dive in, I know we got to talk about the new album. We got to talk about the current tour. Before we do that, a fun question I've been asking my guests this season. Uh, if you could have dinner with any two musicians through his throughout history, living or deceased, who would they be? Oh, man. Uh, let me think about that real quick. If Who I could have dinner with? Yeah. One, let's go one living and one non-living. Okay, sounds good. I think one living would be... Um, Dave Grohl, I think that would be cool. Ooh, That'd yes. be a good one. Yes. And then one deceased would be um mm, Ronnie Van Zant, maybe. From Skinner. Woke yeah. it right on, right on. Yeah, two two cool. very different but great musicians. Mm. I love it. I love it. Two great answers. Uh well real quick for me, I, I would go uh Lemmy from Motorhead and Alice Cooper. Well maybe a good one. Yeah, I met Lemmy though. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah, the Rainbow Room. Yeah. Before. Oh, nice. When was that? Maybe ten years ago. Okay, right on. Um, ten right. or eleven years ago. Actually, maybe longer. But he was he would sit there and he would just like play the the slots, the slots and stuff there and whatever. And he he was cool, man. He was great, super nice. Took picture. I got a picture with him and everything. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I've been really getting into Motorhead lately. That's like my working out music is listening to Motorhead. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, you get a lot of running done when you listen to Motorhead. Oh, he's about as real as as it as what as it gets. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, that that's very cool. That's a great moment yeah. for sure. Uh, but I do want to talk about focusing on uh, saliva. As I said, you guys uh, released a new album recently yep. entitled Revelation. Uh, how was it writing and recording this album? Um, the process was only supposed to be a, a kind of a short window. We had some ideas and we were going to record the record and we started in 2020 and then the whole pandemic stuff started happening and it shifted our plans. Uh, and we kind of just started taking our time with the record and, um, you know, blink and, Three years later, you're releasing it. It's like, holy crap, where did the time go? But um, no, it's good because I feel like we got a lot. We got songs out of the out of that process that we wouldn't have gotten had we had the pandemic not happened. So I think everything happens for a reason. And um, but you know, the whole making the record was, you know, we recorded at my house and uh, in Florida, and uh, had it mixed by a guy in California, and we mastered it, and that's it. No, right on. So, right, a lot, a lot more in depth of, of making it, but I mean that's the the skinny. Yeah, right? no, I got, I got you. So. Uh, but I do like I listened to the album. I thought it was kind of um, you guys threw in some like different elements that like um, I didn't hear in, like or if I haven't heard in a while from you guys. Uh, mm -hmm. So I really, I really did. I think it's a, it's very. Um, I know you know as you said you guys took your time with it. I think that really helped that uh, you were able to, like refine and flush out the ideas with the songs. I think I really enjoyed the album. We felt like that. 
with some of the previous records that that I had done, like it's almost like we tried to do something different each record. And with this record, all we tried to do was just how can we take like how can we evolve the sound and kind of you know take it to like this like the next level. And um, we knew we wanted to get back in 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 touch with radio and stuff and like Octane. And you know we didn't want to. It wasn't like we were like oh we got to sound like Octane band or whatever. It was it was more like we need to make this stuff feel fresh and feel like it could it could blend in you know on that format and that was the thing it was actually f fun to get creative and um you know making a record you know that's that's what it's all about so oh exactly it should be a, a fun and creative process if you're not enjoying it then you know it makes you know, the the art suffers right uh for sure but i am curious uh do you have a favorite song off the new album i have a couple um okay. i like how to be human um a song yeah it kind of hits home with with uh just when i was writing it a couple years ago this the state of the world man and you're just watching turn on you know facebook or social media uh, or whatever and everything's the world's on here. fire right yeah it was crazy so that song just kind of you know i had this idea of you know i, I just i want to be a good human i want to be you know a good person i always try to you know respect treat people with respect you know no matter what and i felt like at the time people just were not respecting each other and there's a lot of like just just hate and a lot of that stuff and it's something we're always probably going to deal with but i was like i just wish people would, could be a better human you know and and that's kind of how that whole thing came about and um with some like you know ai twist and stuff but with um and then there's another song called Horizon on the record that's the last track on the record. And that one was um, one that Wayne and I particularly worked on a lot. And, uh, you know, lyrically, it's about losing somebody. So I think, like, with the past, when he passed in, in March, that song just had more meaning to me. Um, so, but yeah, those are probably my two favorites. Oh no, Ryan, two really great songs, and the the meanings behind them as well, and how the meanings change, obviously, uh, at, you know, as life progresses with all that as well, and with you know, with Wayne's passing as well. How has the band been like moving forward with that? Uh, I mean, I don't know that you ever really. I think life, time doesn't wait. You know, I think it's just you know, how do you, how do you figure out how to, you know, do this and. Um, you know, you, he's not really a guy you can forget about and he's not, he's somebody that, you know, I shared 12 years with and, you know, we were very close and, uh, you know, you don't ever get over that. You just try to just relive those fun times and, and those memories and keep those memories. And I have a lot of them from making this record and stuff and. Um, I remember one in particular was really funny. Like, there's a song called "How to Live," and he—it's this bendy thing on the riff. And I swear to you, he plugs the guitar in, and he's like, "All right, I got this idea." And he goes and he bends the string, and it just pops right there. Like literally one bend in. That was it. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's, "That sounds like a great song, man. Let's do it." You know, so just stuff like that is really funny, and um. You know, so I always have those memories, man, and uh, 
you know, keep him, keep him close and just honor him, honor him the right way. And I'm, I'm really, you know, this, this is a, a band I've, I've been in 12 years and worked, worked my ass off and worked really hard and grind every night to, to try to like, you know, um, deliver a great live show and, and with the songs and, and try to connect with people who listen and, that's it. That's all I ever did, and and Wayne was a huge part in all that, you know. So, oh no, for sure. I know. Um, I don't talk about too many heavy topics on this on on the show. I try to keep it light and uh, you know, yeah, and fun. But I appreciate it. And uh, I just saw like when I heard the news that he passed away, just all the support I saw on my feed for like the next like two or three days. Yeah, with all the sh- stories people shared, it was incredible to see. Yeah, he he was an incredible guy, man. He was, you know, and that's why all that outpour was like that for him if he was not a good dude you wouldn't have, you don't receive those kind of exactly. kind of stuff you know so i think shows a lot about who he was and and uh yeah he'll be people will always remember him so exactly exactly now i do i just want to touch on one more thing then we wrapping this up soon because i know you have to get ready i heard yeah. some of the sound check it sounds incredible oh, it's gonna man. be a killer show tonight i heard you guys had a, a killer show in detroit on a monday yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah. what uh, ryan was telling me a lot of these shows have been great actually man it's it's we've had like a bunch of sold out shows and tonight's almost sold out i think yeah, it's like or, or very close it's very close yeah. i believe from what i've heard yeah so, so it's it's been i mean what more could you ask for when you're doing a tour? You know, it's awesome. So I mean, the the package is just so killer. Yet any given sin, Adelita's way, you guys, Drowning Pool, like all four of those bands are bangers. Yeah, like, all any the, given day, all the bands have been great, man. It's been fun, you know, hanging out with all these guys and Drowning Pool. I've known a long time. It's good hanging out with them too. So, so yeah, for sure. So my question for you, um, what what is like the set? Do you have any hints of like what the set's going to look like tonight for Saliva? Oh, the, it's just you know. You got new and old. You gotta you gotta play the old. Uh, you know, playing the new. You wanna try to play the songs that you feel like people know. You know, and then and then you know you throw a new song in there that they might not know, but maybe you know it's something that they may they may like or enjoy. You know, so we're we're playing four new songs right now. So, right. On. Uh, you, what are the four uh, off the new album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Off the new record. Yeah. Uh, give me hints what those four are. Well, the we're playing the three singles, which are uh, you know Crows, High on Me, Come Back Stronger, which is the latest one, and um, the other one's a surprise, and I can't really okay. give that. Right. I, I, well, I'm be it's sticking around the hidden, whole night. A hidden gem, you know. <laughs> I'll be here the whole night, so I'm. I'll, I will. Uh, I'll. I'll find out soon enough. Right. <laughs> uh, but for you, do you have a favorite uh, Saliva song to perform live? I've always say that I like, I've always liked doing your disease. Um, I've, I've been liking I Walk Alone lately. It's been fun. Oh, that's in the set. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. A lot of WWE uh, fans. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, that was one of those songs that in all my years with the band would probably get the most request for was I Walk Alone, where people would always say, man, I was hoping to hear that song or. That's how I discovered the band was through that. Finally, it was like, man, we got to start playing this. So we put it in the set. We started last year playing it. So. All right. It sounds like it's going to be a killer show, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. I heard uh, Drowning Pool is headlining for this show. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you guys are. So I've heard from what Ryan told me, you guys, 
it's always like um you hate to follow the other one because the other one puts on a great show if you're the headlining band is that true yeah yeah they're they're a hard act to follow for sure you know they're they got he's a great front man too and but i like that i love that because it's like it it makes me like want to be on my on my a game 110 percent, so. yeah but um yeah we flip flop every night uh on this tour and it gives us each band the chance to go out and uh get done a little early and go to the merch and kind of hang out with the, the fans and stuff too and so it's good to do that it just keeps it keeps it fair and fun oh no for sure for sure but uh, last question, let me wrapping this up. Uh, what is like the rest of this year, 2023, looking like for Saliva and early 2024? So we currently, you know, the record just dropped, and we are, we are doing, wrapping this tour up end of October, take a little time off, may do a run in December. Um, I do know that they're working on some international stuff for early next year. And... Uh, some spring stuff too for the states another run and tour and we've already we're already on a few selected festivals already we just can't we can't talk about them but there's already there's already a handful of those all right on well i look for all the announcements everyone make sure to keep up with us live on social media and anywhere you get your news because uh, sounds like you got some great things in the works yeah uh, for sure but uh make sure to check out new album revelation currently out out right now uh do you have any physical copies Yep, we have vinyl, awesome. we have CDs, we've got a bunch. Oh, awesome. So also make sure to see them live because it's going to be a kick-ass show tonight. Uh, but Bobby, thank you so much for hanging out with me here on Super Cool Radio. I had a fantastic time chatting awesome. with you. Thank you. So for Bobby of Saliva, I'm your host always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty. <laughs>